What's going on, thinkers? Welcome back to Talks About the Filthy Out of Podcast. This Monday, Monday after the Super Bowl, that's right. Um, so that means Friday, there was a new episode of Growing Up the Filthy Out. He Hate Me, where I tell you a story about a guy that had a grudge with me. And um, so you're going to have to go check that out for yourself. Uh, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on that Super Bowl win. Oh, man, I was rooting for the guy the whole time. I am not a Kansas City fan, though. I'll be 100% with you. I am, if I would be considered a fan of any team, it would be the Washington Redskins, but they're trash. So, you know, I had to pick somebody to root for. Uh, first, I was going running with the Ravens. They got put out. Then after that, of course, well, not of course, but I chose to run with the Kansas City Chiefs because I felt like they had the better quarterback and the better weapons. Even though San Francisco had a decent, a real decent defense, which they showed. Um, but yeah, man, weekend was pretty normal for me. Didn't do anything extra. I noticed a lot of people, a lot of people went down to Miami for the weekend. And fellas, I'm sorry to have to be the one to break the news to you, but I'm going to tell you this. If your old lady went down to Miami for the weekend and she did not have tickets to the Super Bowl, she belongs to the streets now. <laughs> uh, look, 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 don't shoot the messenger, my guy. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but yes, she belongs to the streets. If she went down there to Miami without a Super Bowl ticket, if she was down there without a Super Bowl ticket, I'm going to tell you what was happening. Relax. Don't jump on me. Uh, she was down there getting them cheeks clapped. She was down there getting them cheeks clapped like a standing ovation. She was down there looking for a ball player or some sort of superstar. It's that boy, uh, <laughs> what song was that Kanye, on that Kanye West song? Get a ball or, or ball player or, or something. She was down there acting up. Or either she was getting those $40 transactions you know what you get for forty dollars out here right forty dollars transactions or maybe she was just down and stripping i noticed and uh, that uh, a lot of times these events like this these major sports sporting events and things like that there's usually there's a lot of partying going on and i notice a lot of strippers go down there. and i notice a lot of women who don't normally strip will go down there we're not necessarily down there, wherever they, they, this event is. Because, like, when it was here, when the, the Super Bowl was in Atlanta, the club was going crazy. club was going crazy. Especially while the, the Falcons was winning. They were going nuts the whole time. And then the Falcons inevitably lost the same way that San Francisco lost. And they were lost. Same coach. Same coach. Shanahan. Shanahan. Mr. Lose the lead in the fourth quarter himself. I wonder did he have that 28-3 flashback in his head 
as uh, Patrick Mahomes came out and started going on them drives. The thing that made <laughs> that I really enjoyed about the most is that my girl, she's she's from California, you know, she's from um, the Bay Area, the Valley or whatever, and she was going for the 49ers. Never seen her watch a game all season. Never seen her watch a game. She was asking me the questions. She was asking me about this game. <laughs> Let me know. She claims that she watches the games by herself in the room. Now, I can't fraud. On Sundays, she does spend a whole lot of time in the room while she's, you know, doing laundry, folding clothes, her little relaxing time with her iPad. She could have been watching games. I don't think she was watching games, though. I think she was looking at scores and just keeping up with who was when they were scoring. But either way, I firmly took joy in watching her team lose. Oh, man, the popo. Y'all hear them popo? Somebody got a little too drunk tonight. They got a little carried away. It had to be. But, um, yeah, either way, um, yeah, I took real form and remixes. I took enjoyment in watching her lose, man. As that boy Shay Sharp say, I was handing out hot L's tonight. <laughs> Skip. Skip. I'm going to hand out these hot L's tonight. But old club Shay Sharp, you going to get these hot L's. <laughs> get them while they hot. So, yeah, I teased her the whole whole game, you know, and then after that, uh, I went to take a shower, I went to take a shower, wash myself, I even ran, we didn't have a Super Bowl party or anything, but I ran out and grabbed up some snacks, some chips, some cheese, some chocolate for her, you know, some taquitos, just some little snacks so we have something to munch on while we're watching the game, because, you know, that's part of Super Bowl tradition, so after the game's over, I go take a nice shower, so I can start to mellow out, I can start to get ready to record my podcast and get my mind right for tomorrow, gotta go to work, yada, 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 and then I hear the bathroom door open, which is strange, because she never comes in the bathroom when I'm in the bathroom, usually I keep the bathroom door locked too, because I'm particular like that, I don't like to be interrupted when I'm doing my business, I'm one of these type of people, I have a very uh, a sensitive, uh, what would you say? I'm very sensitive when it comes to my movements. So if I'm if I'm trying to get busy and somebody comes busting the door, or twisting the knob, it, it kind of I kind of tense up, if you know what I mean. And it's hard for me to get back to doing business. But I can usually get past somebody opening, somebody messing with the door, but opening the door or talking to me while I'm trying to handle my business. It really throws me off, so I usually keep the door locked. But for this day, I'm amped, I'm happy, I'm having a good time, I'm laughing, and I just go jump in the shower, and uh, I hear the door open, and so I'm thinking to myself, what? So I go to peek around the corner, but she's added this new shower curtain for no reason. I like the shower curtain; it looks cool. It's a cool look shower curtain. But so when I pull the shower curtain back, uh, I can't see because we have the the plastic you know the one that actually protects from the water and then the decorative on the outside so when I pull it back I pull back the plastic because I forget it's only been under a couple days so I gotta reach again I reach again and I grab the decorative and I pull that one back just in time to see well to feel ice and water hitting my back and I see her laugh and run out of the room so I'm like this mother done through the cold water on me in the shower. But see, luckily to me, to my advantage, she has no aim the same way her quarterback has no aim. 
no accuracy whatsoever. So majority of this ice water missed me. Little bit hit my lower back, little bit hit the back of my head. But for, I didn't get trenched in it, so I didn't get that whole shock, you know what I mean? Because the way I was standing, my back was in the, still in the water. So it was just a little cool mixed in with the height already. And then a little bit to hit my head, but it wasn't one of them uh, moments, you know. So I jump out the shower, get myself together, dry off, and I walk out and I tell her, I really, <laughs> thanks. I really needed to cool down because my homes set this place on fire in the fourth quarter. That just happened. Blew it out the water. Blew it out the water. But man, Super Bowl. Let's get back talking a little bit more about the actual Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, the youngest quarterback, I believe not just quarterback, but the youngest player to be named MVP and win a Super Bowl. Same season. This is amazing. This is awesome. Because I heard so many people talk bad about the guy. Oh, you know, he's a running quarterback. They usually don't do, even though he's not a majority runner, but he will get busy. He doesn't, he's too short, he's this, he's that. Well, he's too small, they didn't say short, he's too small. He did this, he did that, he can't do this, he can't do that. He'll never win a Super Bowl. Those type of quarterbacks don't win Super Bowls. And he came out and he did it, man. So, you know, I was rooting for him just for the simple fact that I knew, or I felt like, you know, I knew he was the best quarterback in the game. He might actually be the best quarterback in the league right now. You know, as much as I like Lamar Jackson, I will say Lamar Jackson isn't, hands down, isn't the best quarterback in the league. But Pat Mahomes may actually be the best quarterback in the league at this point on this day. And I'm not taking anything from out the Brady's or the Aaron Rodgers or any of those people out there. But I'm not talking about legacy right now. I'm not talking about legacy. I'm talking about today. When we line up to when we line up to play, when they line up to play today, who is the best out there? Might be Pat Mahomes, and I'm gonna stick back there. I'm gonna stick to that, and I'm gonna run with that. You understand what I'm saying? So, gonna take a short little break though, and then we gonna get right back into it. I'm gonna talk about how these boomers, aka the Peppermint Committee, <laughs> aka the boringest people on the world, tried to shoot down and 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 badmouth the halftime show which is a lot of people's favorite part of the, the game a lot of people don't even care to watch the game they're just there for commercials in the halftime show we're going to talk about that in a second so let's talk about these commercials man it's always been a tradition or at least since i've started watching the super bowl to check out the super bowl commercials they usually has the awesomest commercials, man, year after year after year. But this year, to me at least, they were pretty dull. Um, I only re- even remember a couple of them. There was only a couple of them that was really memorable to me. And that was, one of them didn't even really turn out to be like a commercial. You know, the one where the kid, he's out and he has the ball and running the ball and, he, and the guy tells him take it to the house kid and he just keeps running he runs out of the park he's just running and running and running running through all these different scenes construction scene sites and the guys the, the NFL guys 
that are working as the construction workers move, push the big equipment out the way. Other kids start chasing them and everybody tell him, take it to the house, kid. And he just keeps running and more kids start chasing him, wearing their different jerseys. And I'm thinking the whole time, like, this is gonna be, I was thinking it was like gonna build up to be one of the players that are in the Super Bowl's commercial or just wanted a, a superstar in the Leeds commercial where the kid was gonna, I thought it was gonna be like one of those age things where as he's running, he just starts to get older and older and then he ends up in the Super Bowl or NFL. That's what I thought, but it wasn't. He ran and he ran, ran through New York, ran through the country, ran everywhere. And then he runs up into the stadium, runs past all the Hall of Famers, Ed Reed, I think, who else was there? Ed Reed was really the only one that stuck out to me because I'm a big Ed Reed fan. He came from the University of Miami. He runs, but it's all these Hall of Fame guys wearing these red jackets, and he runs through the tunnel and runs up to this lady who's standing there with the football in her hand, and she, she, she he gives her the ball he's been carrying this whole time. She hands him another ball, and she's like, you know what to do from here. And she gets out the way and he runs out into the stadium. And as he runs out into the stadium, the camera pans and the kid actually runs into the stadium with all of the other kids following him. And that's the game ball that he runs up and hands to the ump that they use to kick off with. Oh man, that was dope. That was dope. That was great. Um, if you missed it, if you didn't see it, I'm pretty sure it's up on YouTube by now. You can go check it out. That was awesome. One of the most memorable non-game moments of the Super Bowl for me. Other commercials that I like. The one with Dang What's the Dude's Name from Ghostbusters and um, uh, 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 Groundhog Day. Is it Bill Murray? The Bill Murray Groundhog Day commercial where he wakes up and he does the Groundhog thing and he gets the Jeep. And he, so he's just happy every day. He's waking up, jumping in his Jeep with the groundhog, steals the groundhog, does all these fun things every day. And so his groundhog day is not miserable at all. He's just loving it like that commercial. The other commercial that I liked was um, uh, uh, the Tide Pod commercial. I didn't like the initial commercial where the guy gets the stuff on his shirt and he's trying to go do the laundry and the lady's like, don't do it now, do it later, it's Super Bowl. When's later? When's later? 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 I was like, okay, this is trash. But then, <laughs> immediately, in the next commercial that comes up, they're doing something, and the guy says, because that commercial was forgettable, except the part where he's like, something later, later on tonight, later, whatever. And then the dude from the Tide Park commercial pops up, and he's like, did you say later? Or did you say tonight? I thought that was pretty cool. Other than that, I didn't really care for commercials. They had the guy, uh, Chris, whatever, who played Captain America, do a commercial with these heavy, like, I think they were supposed to be like Austin accents or something. Sonata commercial with the self-parking that was garbage. I don't remember a lot of other commercials. There were a lot of equality commercials that went on there. And I have no problem with equality or commercials about equality. The only gripe I have with it is that the people who need to be paying attention to those commercials generally are not going to pay attention to those commercials. People that are pro-equality, people that are fighting for equality, 
people that empathize with people who aren't experiencing equality, we all look at it and we pump our fists and we say, oh yeah, that was cool. But the people who actually have these the closed mind and the bigoted mind states, they're just looking at it and discrediting it from the jump. They're not paying it any attention. But to each his own. They had a lot of that in there, a lot of equality stuff, a lot of LGBTQ plus friendly commercials. Um, I have no problem with none of that. But I don't remember any of them except the one where the, um, the girls were playing football. Other than that, I really, none of them really stuck. None of them really, because you do have to understand that at the same time while you're trying to push a message, this is a sporting event, and it needs to be entertaining in a way. You only have 60 seconds. You only got like 60 seconds to get your point across. And when you're in the midst of all these different jokes and people doing things to try to make us giggle and make us laugh and then you come in with the seriousness a lot of times that's when people get up and go get sodas just to be 100% honest with you but I, I do appreciate the efforts and um, the, the performance I was amped as soon as I found out that you were getting J-Lo and Shakira I was ready to rock because I wanted to see if that Shakira if she still had them hips because them hips don't lie and them hips didn't lie to me to this day I even told my girl, I was like, look, that Shakira, when she do this with her hips, <laughs> does something to me. <laughs> so I was ready for that. I was all for that. They came out and they gave her, all right, performance. It was all right. It wasn't mind-blowing. It was entertaining. Uh, it kept my attention the whole thing, not just because Shakira was out there and J-Lo was out there. They, both of them ladies, by the way, looked great for their age. Shakira, I believe, was like 40-something. And J-Lo, I forget, but she's up there too. Both of these ladies look great for their age and still was able to get out there and perform and actually do a good show, whether you like the music or not. Thing, one part that I didn't I didn't really care for was when J-Lo did that song, I can't remember the name of it, with Ja Rule, where Ja Rule comes in, it must be the ass that got me like that. She should have had Ja Rule there. She should have had Ja there. That would have been epic if Ja had came out at that moment because they had several rappers that came in and performed during the show. But Ja wasn't there. That would have been, I think the place would have kind of lit up if Ja Rule came out. But um, apparently the Peppermint Committee, the boringest people in the universe, had a problem with the performance. I'm going to tell you some of the complaints that I read on social media about this, um, about these performances. First of all, people talked about Shakira not being able to sing. I didn't notice it. I mean, I wasn't looking for anything that blew my mind, but I didn't notice it. She was probably lip singing anyway, but that part. And then someone said that, that they really just have a whole Latino, uh, uh, Latino, whatchamacallit, Latino halftime show during Black History Month, which I, once again, didn't have a problem with. She came out, she was sporting her. Puerto Rican flag showing her Boricua pride and on the flip side of that she had that American flag and you know she was doing her thing but yeah they did have that whole Latino diversity people diversity people everything doesn't have to be about you all the time but that was another complaint that I someone else complained that 
there was no BBW representation in the uh, in the performance. Another thing that probably only mattered to you if it mattered to you. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody was sitting other than BBWs was sitting around saying, you know what, we need up there some BBWs or some BBW lovers. I don't have no problem with the BBWs, which are big, beautiful women for those of you that know not, don't know what the BBWs are, big, beautiful women. But, you know, they were doing a whole lot of dancing, and I don't know. I'm just going to leave that at that. And I even told, <laughs> told my girl that, uh, never mind. I'm not even going to talk about that part. But let's keep it rolling. The, thing, the one that stood out the most, because it's the one that I heard the most, was the Peppermint Committee, or some people like to call them, the boomers, there are a lot of boomers. I just learned that word. My daughter taught it to me. I'm probably a boomer in her eyes, but I'm not. But the boomers in the peppermint committee were saying about this. They called it like a strip tease performance and it was too much booty shaking and so on. Well, I want to know what Super Bowl they was watching because I mixed all of that. This is a crazy thing. Me and my girl had a whole conversation about how I was so looking forward to Shakira doing the little hip thing that she does. And my girl was like, because we was watching it together, my girl was like, she only did that one time. She only shook her butt like one time. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we made a joke about it, we laughed at it. But then when I jump on social media, I see all these people making it seem as if like this was just a 20 minute, 10 minute, however long the performance was of just rump shaking, hand, uh, hands on the knees, twerking, crawling on the floor, scantily gladness. This wasn't, they were they were dressed, number one, these ladies were dressed no worse than the cheerleaders were, number one. They didn't do any moves that the cheerleaders wouldn't have done, number two. And number three, it's a performance. Oh, there's kids out there, there's families, there's kids. Your kids seen worse than that on Instagram, I promise you. Your kids have seen worse than that on Instagram. Oh, but my kids, Lil Johnny's not allowed on Instagram. Lil Johnny's on Instagram. If Lil Johnny has a phone, if Lil Johnny has an iPad, he has a MacBook, he has a Dell, he's on Instagram. He's on the socials. He's seen a whole lot worse than that. Hell, he's probably seen a lot worse than that at his middle school basketball game, at his high school basketball game. Y'all need to relax. Let people enjoy things. Let people have fun. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody wants to see a dry, boring, Stand in one spot performance ever, but the peppermint committee does because you know what they said was a, a great performance. The Demi was the name Demi Lovato when she sung the national anthem. Now, I'm not trying to discredit her for singing the national anthem, I'm not gonna say she didn't do well. People said that she only came second to Whitney Houston. I'm gonna be 100% with you, I missed it, didn't see it, but. Because um, I was moving around Whatever Didn't see it But uh, I've never seen A national anthem performance That just blew me away Never 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 You know National anthem came on Even when I played ball Came on And it was just like Okay Stand up Hand on your chest When she's done singing We're going to play ball Every sporting event I ever went to, stand up, hand on your chest, they're going to say this, and then we're going to watch the game. I've never heard one that I was just like, damn, that she sung that. 
they sung that one. <laughs> but for some reason, they thought that was awesome. And the performance of J-Lo and uh, Shakira was just horrible. Maybe it was a little too brown for some people. I don't know. But that's neither here or there, people. Because y'all didn't come here for that, though. Y'all came here for some this one. This one for today. In world, in life, you're going to see some things that's going to make you smile. You're going to see some things that make you frown. You're going to see some things you totally agree with. You're going to see some things that you kind of agree with. You're going to see some things that you disagree with. Now, the discipline that you need to have is to be able to learn when to pick your battles. Which things is worth fighting about and which things is worth letting go. Super Bowl performances you didn't care for, let that go. There's no we need to get on and bash two professional entertainers about a performance just because you didn't like it. Just because you didn't like the way they dressed or where they moved or whatever. There's no need for you to get all up in your hunches and come out and do on a whole tirade about that. Be disciplined enough to know when it's okay, when it's time to just let people enjoy things. Thank you all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI Podcast. I love each and every last one of y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Follow me on Instagram, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I. Follow me on Twitter. It's the same, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I. Or you can jump on my Facebook uh, page, Thoughts by the VLDI. Hit me up at thoughtsbythevildi at gmail.com. If you ever want to have a conversation with your boy, if you have any topic that you want to know what to feel, thinks about and remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated every day because you know what that means you made a difference and i'm out of here peace